here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. Doops. I'm Ryan oh, Sampson. fuck you. Uh, this is happening. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it was really funny. Okay, so, all right. Do you want to start there? I, Dude, I have, I, I honestly, I'm a little in the dark about it. And when I saw it, I just really had the question. I'm like, was Mark doing this? And the SiriusXM social accounts picked up on it and reposted it or did the social team ask mark to do this okay so i can tell you exactly what happened by the way so in case you haven't been following along this week we are at well i am at super bowl in phoenix arizona that is not your handle you should have done a much better job there yes okay that's where i'm physically located my social in case you're following along you are at mark zito yeah but also in case you're following along with our show that's where i am yeah, so but, I'm in. Oh no, but you, you, that was a perfect social media plug. At Mark Zito, at Tih Show, at Mashup Ryan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, I wonder what show Ryan hosts that he cares more about. Um, so we are here. I am here at the media center, and so our digital and social content teams. Like, it's crazy, and I don't say this to to diminish what anyone does, but big companies have teams that, like you know, do TikTok. Yeah, some of them huge teams. Yeah. So I had told our digital and social content team that if they needed me to do anything, I would do it. And I made the mistake, I would say, of being like, I will do anything. Because I was kind of, you know, I had a, you know, we do this show in the morning. Then I had some free time. So I would tell them I would do anything. That's not a mistake. Well, they came up to me and they said, hey, so there's a trend where I guess they're called, you know, dupes, like they're duplicates. The trend is more or less, like, I guess people have been going to Target and doing this and being like Coco Chanel dupe or whatever, like holding up a, a bargain bullshit version of right. the real thing. Yes. So they said, hey, we need you to do this dupe thing. I watch people doing this and I'm like, my first question is, do men ever do these? <laughs> And I was like, I don't want to do the dupe thing. And they were like, you're going to come back at us on the first one. And I was like, I'll do the dupe thing. So I, I, because the thing is, I just truthfully didn't understand the trend. Like I'm not on TikTok. I've, I'm at the point where these things make very little sense to me. I actually told them because there's another one they want me to do. That's, you know, like in a movie when somebody's talking and they're like, oh, is he or she behind me? Yes. Okay, that's like a trend where you say, is, is someone behind me? I don't understand. So they wanted me to do that one too, which then made me realize they could ask me to do any trend. Any trend. What's, they could make up a trend. They could be like, you want to do standing on your left leg? And I'd say, okay. <laughs> sure. Do you want to do fit a bunch of oranges in your mouth? And I would okay. just be like, all right, yeah, I'm in. So I do this dupe video, which is fun. I just have to look at things and then say, dupe. Dupe. And then, uh, and then they posted it to our, our brand social account. Like, it's on at SiriusXM. You can the see it. The big one. And let me tell you, you want to get a bunch of texts from people. May I recommend participating <laughs> in a, in a quote-unquote viral trend that you nor none of your similarly aged friends understand? Now, I, you see... I got to imagine they were all positive, though, because not even understanding the trend, it's funny. Okay, no, because, well, I think that's just because I said dupe really funny. (laughs) Yes, it's funny. I uh, No, I got a lot of what the fuck did I just watch, and I said, you don't get it. The kids will love this. (laughs) So... I guess that that I'm just used to that, that I'm always doing like people just like you do it enough and people stop texting you about it. They're just like, oh, he's doing that TikTok thing. Again. Yeah. Well, this is my first one. Uh, as I told one person, I said, hey, I lost a Super Bowl bet to Chris Stanley about 11 years ago and I glued another man's beard hair to my face. And this might be the most embarrassing thing I've done at this company. You see, <laughs> Dude, I, that's see. I'm expected to do social media. Maybe not expected, but like I, you know, I'm expected to do social media. Yeah, 
I don't love doing it. But I'm up to do just about anything. It's just I'm not going to ever tell myself, oh, I should do this dance. No, you need to, like, well, that's what's so great. Because I'm actually, I'm shooting another one today. And I have legitimately no, like, the, the, the people I work with on the digital team are super nice. She came over. She explained it to me. And I, midway through, I was like, just, just tell me what I have to do. I'll just do it. Yeah. You guys edit it together. <laughs> but ben, yeah, ben, ben shows up in the morning and he's got me, you know, like uh, glasses and a, and a bucket hat. And he's like, all right, learn the Louis Theroux dance. And I'm like, I'm in. Oh, God, I don't think I could do a dance. I don't, I don't, like, I physically <laughs> see, could, he, cannot He knows that I can't dance. He knows that I'm a much worse dancer than you. So this no, one is not, just. man. Doubtful. Doubtful. Oh. I don't know, dude. Can we? Should we have a dance off? No, I don't want to do that at all. I'd rather just move on. Doop, doop. It's very funny. Go watch it at SiriusXM at Mark Zito. Yes, yeah, but see, and at just, I just felt like I put myself in a position because you know, in my mind, you know, doing content for them was going to be like, hey, can you quickly interview Terry Bradshaw for us? And I was going to be like, of course I can. And then it was like the first thing I was like, I don't wanna. And I was like, fuck, I can't say no when I said I would do anything. See, that's that's part of the whole trick in getting into this sort of like, of, I, 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 at least in radio, I don't know. I would bet you that it translates to like music and, and, and acting and things like that, like any performance job that to get the to get the, the Terry Bradshaw interview, mm. you got to do a few dupes. I mean, sure. You got to do a lot of dupes. And in Walter fact, the Con- fastest Walter way Cronkite, to the Terry Bradshaw uh, interview is to frequently do viral videos before he reported the news. That's why I know that you're right. Wait, who would? Walter Cronkite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Steve Cohen's walking around the set right now. Are our you serious? Old program director. Yeah. Well, well he's can we get Oh, No, he, we can't Zoom. because your your equipment is fucked up. That's why we can't talk to him. We only have one microphone. Hey, you know, Steve, all we really need is, is a, if, if there was a, a headphone Cronkite. splitter, it would work. I can't say Cronkite properly. I'm having a tough time. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's here. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Steve. I can't hear you, but I hope you're well. Uh, I'm, I'm a big Walter Cronkite fan. Well, you went to you went to Arizona, not ASU, where Cronkite has a school, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I had got an education, and Walter's trying to put kids through school at Arizona State. I don't know if it's working or not, but... However, we beat them in football this year, and that's all that matters. So, Steve Cohen, SVP of Sports at SiriusXM, you were an Arizona student. Are, are there any local haunts you want to come back to and get rip-roaring drunk at while you're here in, in Phoenix for the Super Bowl? No, I've matured to the point where uh, I now have uh, uh, great knowledge of, of tequila, and I know what to buy, and I bring it back to my lair, and I drink that tequila, and I'm in good shape, and I have to listen to a bunch of people who can't handle their drink yes well steve thank you so much for ask, coming on this is happening which is shockingly ask, still a show yeah ask steve well, cohen that one I, question I, I if he's surprised uh, this many years great. later oh yeah uh ryan wants to know if you're surprised we're still a show this many years later how the oh. <laughs> uh no no okay thank, thank you no i'm not thank you steve great great so what anyway are you on now what oh <laughs> uh, yeah faction talk yeah faction great talk. name great okay you know <laughs> Sorry, I, you know what? You're right. I miss being on play-by-play 267. Um, so, fucking, we were crushing it over there. Uh, that's, a, that's a little inside baseball, but that's okay. Steve Cohen is uh, one of the more amazing bosses you could ever hope for in your life. Yes, that is true. So, anyway, I made a, I made a dupe video yesterday. Um, another thing that I did here in Arizona that we didn't get a chance to cover yesterday was I tried Ryan's dumb dessert. I, <sighs> I went to a steakhouse, and at the end of the meal, they brought the dessert menu, and it was like an epiphany where I said to myself, holy shit, I'm going to ask for a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Was it an affogato wasn't on the menu? You ordered off-menu dessert. And then I said, hey, can you make an affogato? And they were like, yeah, people asked for that. And I said, make me an affogato. And so I, I poured it over the thing over the ice cream but I was trying to take a video to make fun of you but in the process of trying to make fun of you I just dumped the fucking espresso all over the table you poorly poured it and and honestly I don't know if that was your fault the ice cream is too high no the cup was the cup the lip on the cup was too thick oh okay yeah 
I think that was that was very much a container. That was a restaurant serving problem. Okay. That's that's something that I think like you can have the best food in the world and like you can have like a waiter per person who's there paying attention to everything, but that's what loses you your Michelin star. Okay. Okay. I mean, I appreciate that you've just completely conjured that up out of nowhere, but <laughs> sure. Maybe. You bring up a point, though, cutlery more important than you would think. Like, there's a, you know, when I was flying out of JFK, I actually got to the airport a little earlier than I normally would, and I got a steak at the rest. Like, well, I got a Caesar salad with steak, and they don't give you actual cutlery, and there's something that just makes you feel ridiculous about having any type of steak that you are cutting with, ultimately, plastic utensils. I remember when I was, like, 15 or 16 that my family went to Ocean City, and there was some prime rib place my brother really wanted to go, and I was just so pissed off because it was plastic silverware, and my fork kept breaking off in the prime rib. Uh, I, I agree, and that's why they didn't have a Michelin star. See? Yeah. Before, but before we get too far away from it, at one, despite the fact you spilled half of it the espresso. It wasn't that good. The espresso what? was too bitter. Okay. I didn't like it. I really right. would have. Now, that said, I would have just had uh, vanilla ice cream. I mean, granted, I didn't like eating ice cream in a restaurant because, as I said, that made me feel like a child. <laughs> you remember you the didn't clown feel like just Sunday slightly... from Friendlies? Does anyone recall this? The what? Clown Sunday. I remember clown... the Clown Sunday, and then what was the one that looked like a giant porn movie? That was just a banana, b- banana split. No, there was oh. one that had, like, two scoops of ice cream and then a waffle cone. And then like, they would come over and spray all the whipped cream in your face? No, they would put oh. the whipped cream on the pointy end of the waffle cone with a cherry. Okay. Uh, by the way, a lot of activity on the set today. It is Wednesday at, at the Media Center. Things are starting to heat up. We have, you know, as the same shows have been going on at the same time as us each day. But today, right now, Adam Shine has Raheem Mostert on. He just had uh, Kurt Menefee. The NFL opening drive has Jay Feely from CBS. Oh, wow. Just, just, it's just a lot going on. And, and Solomon Wilcox and Shane Vereen are hosting that today. Things are popping off here in Phoenix. That's good. It's getting busy. Yes. Have you made a pick on the game yet? Have I have not made any bets. <clears throat> um, I am personally rooting for Kansas City. I am, too both personally and financially. Now, is that creating any trouble at your workplace where I know your co-host is a huge Eagles fan? Uh, He found out today. He found out today. He asked me today who I was rooting for, and I didn't answer, which led him to the answer. Now, Um, is this on the air or off the air? On the air. Oh, my God. Did he freak out? (laughs) Yes, but that was the safest place to tell him because his freak out, like the freak outs on the air and off the air. So, so like, it's everything's okay. And plus, I think he probably knew it. Now, why are you rooting for the Chiefs instead of the Eagles? I mean, do I have to say it? Yes. It's it's really, it's just, it's it's their bad behavior when they're not winning. So you find the Eagles fans to be naughty, and that's why you don't want to support them in this game? Yes. Okay. Everyone on Radio Row is only hearing half of our conversation, which is very entertaining <laughs> to me. So they think I'm describing the Eagles like, oh, as tell naughty? tell me about the naughty Eagles fans. <laughs> uh, no, so, so... Well, let's put it this way. I, I, I've known... Uh, and listen, the Eagles fans that I know are all very well-behaved. But I've I've lived I've lived in areas, right? Yeah. That are dominated by fans of those, or at least there's a large portion of fans. I am. When I lived in Nebraska, there was a ton of Chiefs fans. I am shocked that Stanley T hasn't hit me up to try and get tickets to the game. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go. That seems unlikely. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just. I'm well not aware trying to put that- this out into the universe, but I am. Very surprised. Maybe he already has them. I don't think he's going. <laughs> I don't think he does. No. But, yeah, so the, the game, you know, is I'm watching a countdown right now. At the moment we record this, we are four days and seven hours, 18 minutes, and 50 seconds away from the Super Bowl kickoff. So, very excited. I also am going to be backing the Chiefs in this one. I think they're going to win outright. I just, you can't, I've said it since the line opened to everyone who I've talked to about it. You can't have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes and give him points. Like, if Tom Brady was an underdog in the Super Bowl, I don't care who they're playing. I would be like, they're going to win. Does, a, does .5 count as points? Yeah. 
It's not I mean, 0.5. I guess, it's 1.5, he's got, though. Yeah, I know, 1.5, but that doesn't feel like... I mean, I guess it's a multiple. But one, it still feels like point. You can't well, give him point. Here's the thing. If you bet... Yeah, exactly. There's not, they're not, no one's going to give you a half point because you can't tie. So it, it's... it's in this game, if 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 they can still lose, if you bet the if you take the Chiefs and the points, they can still lose and you can win, but they would have to lose by a point. Okay, so the spread the spread is is very thin, right? It's a Correct. point and a half. Yes. So um, does that mean though? Because that could work out one of two ways. Is this is is I've realized the games that I hate the most the slog to seventeen, or is this gonna be a thirty six to thirty nine game? Well, the over under I think right now the total is set at fifty and a half, I believe. So you know that means they think there's gonna All be right. somewhere around that many points scored in the game. So that's you know if you want to split it down the middle, it could be twenty five aside. Yeah. All right. That's okay. I would like a little more offense. That's a lot of offense. It's a lot of I, it, what is I mean, so that's six so, touchdowns, and then some. Really, seven touchdowns, and then like a field goal or whatever. Yeah. I want like yeah. I want like six per team. That's the, you want the game to be forty-two to four. I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would see. That's what I. That would be. I see what what I'm saying. That would be awesome. But I, I know it's probably not going to happen, but that's like I want, I want, I want to, I want to fight to forty-two, not a slog to seventeen. I think both these defenses um, are are too good for that to happen. Um, by the way, we do have a guest. Is that your heat? What is that? Yeah, my radiator just activated. Dear God! Uh, but we, by the way, we have a, a guest coming up in today's show. A later big guest, on. actually. Big guest, Dana White, president yeah. of the UFC. You're going to notice Ryan say hello at the beginning of the interview. And then I disappear. And then never talk again because (laughs) he was having, you know, connectivity issues yesterday when Dana stopped by. So it's really an interview that I did myself. I got to ask you that question later. Okay. Um, I I was just wondering how good the Internet is on Radio Row and you're understanding why I'm asking that. Uh, It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, so, um, I just got off the phone. We, we started recording a little bit late yeah. because I was on the phone with my pharmacy yep. and I was on the phone for a very long time. By the way, it and sounds the, like you're doing the show in a boiler room. I am. Well, there's one right behind me. It's really amazing. It picks up that much because it's not that loud in my house. Okay. Maybe if I, if I turn backwards, does it help? No. Okay. Um, so I'm on the phone with the pharmacy they leave me on hold for like 30 minutes and I'm definitely the only person on hold or I'm next in line. Right. Mm-hmm. They keep like it'll keep me on hold long enough that it rings through again and they just pick it up and put it on hold and kept doing that. Mm-hmm. The last few times I've been to different locations of the same pharmacy, it's just a shit show. Yeah. Going on back there. I'd say most pharmacies are shit shows these days. I mean, like, it's the pharmacist, the, 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 the person in charge, right, is just, like, looking at packages, stapling, looking at packages, like, foo, 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 foo. and, like, how are, are they really even reading what the fuck they're doing? No. No, well, well I mean, and they're not reading what they're doing, and they can't possibly be, oh, wait, Steve Cohen, oh, I'm doing a Zoom with people, apparently. Okay. Uh, Steve Cohen just... People, this is like yesterday when the engineer wanted to come up and talk about uh, uh, chairs. I'm just in the middle of conversations, and then I get confused. I need to focus. Right, I, on what you're talking much, about. I can't do a show out of the studio. Who was Steve Cohen trying to say hi to you with? Yeah. He, he was, I think, I think there was a whole meeting going on back in the offices. I think it was a bunch of executives. Ah, uh, okay. The, the, yeah, the, the pharmacies these days are a giant disaster, Ryan. A, a, all of them, they're clearly understaffed because it's like CBS started. We've talked about this before when they started putting up these signs that said, hey, we're all closed from one to two every day. If you right. want a prescription anywhere in the country, wait an hour. <laughs> we do not have the staff to accommodate. We clearly don't want to pay the whatever the required overtime would be. You the, cannot get your, 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 your prescription. The Dwayne Reed slash Walgreens equivalent because... The rest of the country calls it Walgreens. In New York City, it's it's Dwayne Reed. Um, yeah, it, 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 they, that's kind of like how in rest in the rest of the country they call it dirty and shitty, but New Yorkers refer to it as my city. Well, yeah, it used to be this this really great uh, pharmacy, but then Walgreens has taken it over and just totally fucking wrecked it. But um, it, it, oh, I forget. Rite Aid is the worst one. 
No, their version is the pharmacist will be on a meal break between 1 and one thirty, which almost makes me think, can you give them a real meal break? You don't think a half hour is a real meal break? No. What do you mean? I mean, like, yeah, you can you can scarf down a meal in a half an hour, but I mean, like, I, yeah, what it do you feels... mean? You tuck a napkin into your fucking shirt? It's lunch. It work. Yeah, sit down, relax a little bit. No, get back to doing prescriptions. <laughs> no. Right. Have somebody else doing it so you can sit down and eat a proper lunch. Well, okay, no one actually needs an hour-long lunch. I'm not. I'm even saying 45 minutes, 40 minutes. A half an hour just seems... I, there's something about it. That dude, when what you, you are, really are, think are you, about are it... Are you like a fucking union rep right now? What's happening? I, I guess so, sure. Call me Ryan Hoffa. Huh. Only without the, uh, the, crim, the crime part. So, so th- with, that, with that being the case... You, you, your, so what is your complaint right now with pharmacies? What'd they do? Leave you on hold too long today? Well, no, no, just that, but as soon as, but I've had this fear, right? And I've just been thinking like, this is a paranoid fear. These, these, these are doctors, right? Like I, I have, yeah, I have two friends. What? They're pharmacists. But they're, they're usually doctors. No, I have two they're friends. they're usually pharmacists. There's a difference. But they get a doctorate in pharmacy. Okay, sure, but they're not medical doctors. It's pretty damn close. I mean, it's a lot of it's it's it's. I mean, I listen. I have two friends that have. You're right. It's not a medical doctor, but I have two friends that have are doctors in pharmacy, and there's a lot of crossover. Yeah, but is that also like being a doctor of English? No, it's nothing. That's what I was just about to say. It's nothing like being a doctor of English. Okay. So so like they're very smart people, and they've worked really fucking hard to get there. I know that. Right. But at the same time, what did you say to me when I'm like, because I've had this paranoid fear in me. And as soon as I get off the phone and so, told Mark, I've been on the phone for 35 minutes oh. and, and you said. All right. So I imagine you put a call in where you had to spend 35 minutes on the phone to ask him to do something with your prescription, either refill it or change right. something or do something. Correct. Yeah. And I said, but are you convinced they actually did it? Because. More no, that, that's very close to what you said. I said, you, did they get did, it right? Yeah, you said, are you convinced they did it right? Well, I didn't mean they gave you the wrong medication. I more went that I feel like they're, if you call a, a pharmacy and they say, hey, we need to reach out to your doctor's office for more refills, they send a, a fax that goes directly into a paper shredder. Like, it's just, it never makes it. <laughs> I also don't understand. It seems like most doctor's offices are just rubber stamping refills anyway. Yeah. So I'm unclear this whole, why this whole process exists the way it does. Right. It but, seems it's it seems like a really silly system. It does. It, but just it's it just like in the last year or so, every time I've gone to the pharmacy, I've been absolutely fucking horrified at what I've seen going on behind the counter. So what you think that they're they're giving the wrong pills to people? I think I think that there's a very good chance that like in the next if, if this isn't fixed that in the next couple of years we will hear about one pharmacy somewhere that mixed up a like a, a, a Mr. Gower situation. Well, I got to be and honest. George Bailey won't be there to, to save somebody. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that fucking movie. What is yeah. the whole thing? He's all depressed and he almost gives somebody like cyanide. What does he get? Yes. Them? No, that's exactly it is the pharmacist figures out that his son died in World War Two and he and he and he sends somebody the wrong prescription. Yeah, but is yep. it what would kill that? Would it kill them? It was some sort of yeah. It would kill them. It was poison. Why did he have poison in the I pharmacy? Don't, I don't know. These are the real questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but dude, but like it, it, I, 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 I thought I, I was you, the George only Bailey, one thinking this. You deaf bastard. <laughs> I really thought that I was the only one thinking this. And then you said it. And I'm like, holy shit. No, but I wasn't I'm not, thinking I'm not it from your No, I, d- I don't agree with you at all. I was just thinking it in the, that they seem to fuck up frequently. Not that I think they're going to kill someone. Well, what, what do you think happens when you fuck up at that job? Okay, well, here's the thing. I do think there's a, 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 re- a level of responsibility that the patient has to do, has to take. What, so every time, so is this, is this like, so you're telling me I'm Alec Baldwin, that every time that I get a prescription, I have to take one of the pills out and Google the number on the pill to make sure it's the right thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am telling you that. Wow. Does that seem that crazy? If you're worried uh, about well, dying? Well, if they, if they change the, the, if they, if there's a clear change to the pill, I do it anyway. Yeah. 
And I'm not um, saying you have to Google it. I'm saying, doesn't it say on the side of the bottle, you know, if you're taking a, a Viagra, it's supposed to be a blue pill blue pill with a, in a triangular shape or whatever it is. Like, well, I don't know what shape it is. Four points, right? And it has a <laughs> Viagra on it or something. Right, but there's there's generics, and, and, and that's like one big name brand. But I just watched somebody the- take a video of the set, and they didn't pan over to me, who I'm also <sighs> broadcasting, and it hurt my feelings a little bit. Sorry, Thank Mark. you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just, they panned. I, I'm on this little auxiliary set today, and they, they panned across them, but not to me. <laughs> then she came over and took just a photo of me so I can feel like a big special boy. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'll let you have your little moment. Thank you. Uh, anyway. Who was it? Was it like somebody official? <laughs> it was literally just somebody on their cell phone. Oh, okay. I'm thinking it's like, you I'm know. I'm just being a douchebag. News happening. 7 Kansas City. And no. you're like, hey, what about me? No. Uh, yeah, no. So I don't think, I, I, I think it's supposed to be on the side of your pill bottle. And it's there for that reason. I mean, if you, like, think about what you're saying. You're like, hey, these people might kill me. Do you want me to check it? It's like, well, yeah, if you think they might kill you, I think it would be a good idea. Well, but but that's what you get from the pharmacy. You should feel safe in getting it. I'm not a person. That's what I'm trying to say. Why I made the Alec Baldwin like like comparison, right? Is I'm not an expert in prescriptions at all. Like I don't expect actors to know anything about guns. So when somebody gives you when when somebody you trust who's supposed to be the expert in it, you you should be getting what what you're told. Yeah. Okay. And, and I get that's all I'm saying. But but when they do switch, because it happens a lot, because I have like, you know, like probably just most of the country blood pressure medication and shit like that. But when they switch brands or switch generic versions or whatever, and it's a new pill, I check it. But you don't know because it happens all the time that, that, that like probably every month, one of my prescriptions looks different. Have you do you take any like natural supplements? Um. Because those, I'm always like, those aren't even regulated. Yeah. No, I usually don't. Yeah. Same. I take, I, I've started taking, um, I think we talked about this. You know, I've got the, 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 uh, a sweet tooth problem. Yeah. Like, 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 I like, I like, well, this, I mean, like, yes, we did talk about this, how you make yourself into individualized pudding cups. Yeah, huh. that, but also too, I've started, uh, like if I have a craving for like a snack, mm-hmm. I have a bottle of fiber gummies. And that way, like, I get a piece of candy and I got that satiated. But at the end of the day, you it really just... You take a huge shit? Right. Okay. <laughs> Wait, we have not talked about this. We have not talked about <laughs> that instead of candy, you eat fiber gummies. Yeah, because... Because, it, 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 like, listen, keeps you regular and helps with the cravings. See? Double purpose. It's kind of amazing, actually. Dupe! Candy, dupe! <laughs> just... You know, well, I mean, you should try it. It's kind of it's kind of great because, you know, you can't like there's a real incentive, much like probably somebody who has weed gummies. There's an incentive to not eat a lot of them. So you don't shit your own pants. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So if that's what you have to snack on. You can only go so far. Do you hear the things you say and do? <laughs> I mean, I know, but is <laughs> Oh, my God. You got to find what works for you, man. Can we go to another story that I, I read this story? It was like last week, and we haven't yeah. talked about it yet. I read it, and I truthfully was like, I didn't know this was a crime. Okay. Authorities say, this is uh, from Good Morning America, a TikToker. Oh, by the way, this is a real TikTok dupe. A TikToker who claimed she had cancer allegedly scammed hundreds. The story from Haley Yamada says, Authorities say a 19-year-old woman scammed more than 400 donors, accumulating over $37,000 with false claims that she suffered from cancer, which she had allegedly touted on social media. Madison Russo was charged with theft on January 23rd. I don't see the theft here. I'm surprised theft is the charge and not fraud. But even still, if I just walk up to somebody and say, I have cancer, may I have $50,000? And they give me the $50,000 without checking anything. Uh Uh-huh. 
I'm just a shitty li- like I'm a shitty person and a liar, right? But that's a crime. Yes. Why? That's fraud. Why? Wait, explain to me what fraud is. Well, I thought in fraud it no, had no, to be no, no, no. Like, yeah, explain. Yeah, explain what fraud is. I thought it had to be like a business deal. You know what I'm saying? Like a, either a contract. I'm misrepresenting something in a con- right. Misrepresenting a something. Story. But like, you're misrepresenting your health. So if I tell you I can get you a restaurant at Carbone, get you a reservation at Carbone tonight for two, and I can't, and then you show up and there's no table for you, that's fraud. Uh, did you accept money for it? Uh, but here's the thing. When I say I have cancer and you give me money, you're not investing in me to give you anything back. No, but you're, you, you, I would only give you that money because you have cancer. Well, then if you want to, like, look. If you come up to me and say, I like oatmeal, yeah. I'm not going to give you $50,000. But if you give me $10,000 worth of oatmeal, then what? As long as you like oatmeal, but there's no problem. let's say I don't actually like oatmeal. You see what Then I'm that's fraud. I don't, th- really? I mean, it's, it's, it's all about the deception. Do you see what I'm saying at all? Yeah, I know. I, I, I can't, listen, because there's, there's, the, there's a, an urban legend. Right. About somebody who placed a um, an ad like an old classified ad in a newspaper that that simply said, this is your last chance to send a dollar. And then there's a P.O. box. Okay, Not fraud. Did people send the dollar? Apparently it's an urban legend. Okay, It's 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 the it's the they didn't account for the weight of the books in the library and it's sinking. Okay, right. That's every college. Right. Yes. It's an urban legend, but, but that's, that's like another, like it's, that's, I don't know if that's fraud or not. I think some people would say it is because it really isn't your last chance to send a dollar. Like, I I guess what I'm saying is if I'm on the, like, here's the thing. So you're telling me that, you know, when you're on the subway in Manhattan, they're like, so ma'am, I'm collecting money for my basketball team. And you're like, I don't, there's a lot of basketball teams looking for money. If this is the, this is the, the gig. If they're not actually collecting for a basketball team, that is active fraud? Because I more look at it as the consumer. Like, you didn't do any research. Somebody asked you for money. You gave it to them. Yeah, they, no, that's fraud. And, 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 and like, like, what please they understand, process- I don't think this is good, what this woman did. I just yeah. think everyone, you know, I mean, the Internet has gotten to a place where people ask for, like, my cat Buttons needed, needs its fourth leg removed. It's like, oh, God, we need to raise $800,000 for Buttons. These things aren't, they're, they're prevalent everywhere. I just didn't know that if there was one that was fake, it was an actual crime as opposed yeah. to just a shitty thing somebody did. No, it's an actual crime. Of course it's an actual crime. Like, listen, and it's one of those things that that, you know, you've brought up a couple of different examples. If there's somebody on the subway, you know, going up and down with a cup saying I have I have cancer, help me. And they don't. Is anyone really going to, you know, look into that and investigate it and prosecute it? Probably not. But if you're on the Internet and you're soliciting donations and it's easily traceable and there's video proof of you saying like, hey, I have cancer. And then they can look and see you don't. And they can look and see how much money you've raised. Like, it's a clear like, Oop, we got you. The other thing is so if I let's say I dress up like a homeless person. Right. Uh-huh. And I stand at a corner and I shake a cup of change and I, I make three hundred dollars a day. I'm not actually homeless. You know what I mean? I just that's what I do is my job. Yes. By your logic, if I don't say anything and I just shake the cup of change and people put money in it, that's fine. But if I say I'm homeless, help me, then it's fraud. I'm not a lawyer, so I can't answer that. But it sounds like 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 you've might be onto something there. Yeah, might be onto a good way to make three hundred dollars a day. Is what it sounds <laughs> like. But you haven't seen you haven't. I I told you to watch, but I don't think you have that Pez Outlaw. No, I have not. But they, they talk about it in there because what the it's it's a documentary on Netflix and it's this guy who went to the Pez factory in Europe and would buy product there that wasn't you know that wasn't imported to the U.S. and then sell it. And they kind of said they're like, hey, if you're over there on vacation and you bring back a few dozen and you know sell them on eBay, we don't give a shit. But if you're like doing it, yeah, we're gonna come after you. Mm. Okay, all right, all right. So this woman was doing it. 
Yeah. I just didn't know. I I, I guess it's 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 good. I, like, look, I don't want people going around doing this. Obviously, I just didn't know it was a problem. It's more amazing. Yeah, you thought that it wasn't a crime. I think that is kind of amazing. Well, I knew it was bad. And if like an official business was, but I, I don't know what the what the logic is behind if you're having uh, maybe it's in the fine print somewhere. But if you make a GoFundMe that you you know adhere to whatever moral obligations and statutes you know might exist, it's a rampant crime. People do it all the fucking time, mm. all the time. I remember one time our cat had to get a really expensive surgery. This was when um, I wasn't making the money that I was making now. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Sarah was like, we should start a GoFundMe. And I was like, absolutely not. I will never do that. <laughs> There's no fucking way. What would you start a GoFundMe for? I guess if, like, Simone needed a heart or something. Okay. You know, like, but even that, it, I don't know. You know what I wouldn't want? What I always, like, when they have, what is it, like a meal train? Is that what it's called? I don't know Where what that is, but sign sure. up like, hey, the family's going through a tough time. You can sign up to make them dinner, and it's like Mary's bringing tacos on Wednesday night, and there's a pot roast coming on Tuesday. That is my number one fear, because imagine you're going through a horrible personal situation, right? And then everyone's just bringing you all this shitty homemade food. Like, I would be like, just give me gift cards. <laughs> just... I don't know how you make meatloaf. Maybe it's not the way I like it. Right, right. These are, I've literally had, I've, never, I've wasted more than 10 minutes of my life thinking of this. I've never heard of that before. You've never seen, yeah, when people go through tough times, you can be like, what are you doing for the family? And you can bring food. It's a thing. I remember my best friend's, my best friend's mother was on a prayer chain. The fuck is that? Now that is fraud. <laughs> no, it was pretty much like, like it was, uh, you know the uh, the chain the chain email. Pass it on to five friends. Yeah, but like, did you have to pray for the person in front of you? So like, you would get a phone call, and and it would be like, pray for Mark. Would I know and, what I was praying for? Well, they would tell you. They were all gossipy. They all knew each other. Okay. So it would be like, pray for Mark. Mark. Mark lost chest. Mark lost Chet. Oh God. And and we need to we need to reunite them. But see, this is how I would imagine like it and would the, be like somebody and, what? Well, you're supposed to pray for for Mark, but then you're supposed to call three other people to pray for Mark? Yes. But when do you get to choose like I would like to be prayed for? Well, when that see your circle is watching out for you, if there's a problem, let me tell you, they hop into action. Okay. This is this is my favorite type of any any type of uh situation because i can act like i'm helping but actually do nothing and <laughs> that is like, like sign me up for a prayer that's chain. like when somebody's like when there's a political campaign that goes wrong it's like listen the candidate has uh, sequestered himself in a room he's prayed on it and he's gonna stay in the race after fucking all those women <laughs> this is this is like here's what would happen i know that like i'd be on the prayer chain and somebody would call me and they'd be like Oh, we got to pray for Miss Molly May. Miss Molly May's family's really going through it. They have some problems. Uh, her mom is trying to get residency, and she also needs a new heart. And then they'd be like, but Mark, in return, uh, what can I do for you? And it would be like, okay, we're also praying for Mark, who really wants to fuck Giselle. <laughs> like, just, I don't think that one would get passed on with the same why not, uh, Ryan? viver as some of the, uh, as some of the other why prayers. Why not? We all have our needs. Yeah, it's, I guess you're right. That sounds more like a want to me. Depends on how hard up for it you are, okay? <laughs> it depends. We got about four, in about four minutes, we're going to have uh, Dana White on the show, president of the UFC. Oh, did you watch uh, the president of the United States? No, I did not. I, was, I forgot it was on because in Arizona it was on at 7 p.m. and I was still doing stuff. But I saw that stupid fucking woman, MTG. I almost just said the C word on Radio Row, which I I don't think you can. I was watching the news last night, and Jake Tapper, I don't know if it was a slip, whether it was like a legitimate... Like, cause we all stumble. Like we've done, we Mark, we do, we do radio. We stumble. Yeah. We, 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 words come out a little bit wrong. Sometimes we all do it. I don't know if, if it was something that he calls her regularly that came out on air or if it was literally a stumble that just came out that way that moment. 
What do you call her? Marjorie Trailer Green. Marjorie Trailer. Not bad. She's such a bitch. Allegedly. Do I say allegedly so we don't you get in trouble? You said allegedly, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Can't get in any legal, legal debacle. I, I, uh, I, and I'm glad on this one point my one friend agreed. But the, the main thing happened, right? The thing that happened happened, and I'm sure you've seen it. But I just text my friend, and I'm like, holy shit, that was just a rope-a-dope. And he's like, yep. <laughs> what is a rope-a-dope? A, you, you know what a rope-a-dope yeah, is? is what's, can you explain it to me? Because I haven't seen it. Is there a clip we should play? What's the deal? It's not a clip we can play, but it was the whole Social Security thing where Biden started, like, the, the Republican side got very loud when he said that there was proposals to sunset Social Security. And he's like, yeah, and they sort of went back and forth, and it was it was very out of like the protocol for a State of the Union address. And then finally, he's like, "All right, we agree. You guys don't want to touch Social Security." And they got up and like roaringly applauded him. And he's like, "All right, good. We got this done. It's settled." And it was so much like that. That's it was a it was a like he baited them right into it. Good job. It was Joe. it was like a holy shit. He just really did that on purpose, didn't he? I like a good rope a dope. It was a. It was like a holy shit. He just rope doped half of Congress. By the way, so as we as we as we kick into our interview with Dana White in about two minutes, want to let you guys know. Appreciate you sticking with us all week from Radio Row, Media Center, whatever you want to call this place. We will probably have another show this week. It'll probably be a collection of interviews and what I like to call Mark and Ryan fuck around time, which hey sounds. Now. Much dirtier than I wanted it to. Once yeah, I, especially when we were talking about the naughty Philadelphia fans. Naughty. People on set are They're really wondering what's going Doop. on. Anyway, uh, so we'll have that coming up. We're going to have some guests on the show uh, on Friday, assuming Ryan can get his equipment fixed. We need to talk about that after this program today. But, Ryan, do you want to give your official Super Bowl pick? I know you're rooting for Kansas City. Is that who you're picking in the game? Yes, it is. Uh, I am going to, uh, you know what? I think, I think that is, I said it earlier and I'm going to stick with it. 39 to 36 Kansas city. That would be so many points. That would be truly awesome to be These there. These are for. two dynamic quarterbacks, but they're also two very good defenses. Shit. <laughs> I too am going to go with the Kansas city chiefs. Ryan, it sounds like you are also betting on the over of 50 and a half. I also yeah. took the over because, you know, with two weeks to prepare, you can make that argument either way that the offense is going to be good or the defense is going to be good. You know, there's a lot of game planning that goes on. But life is much too short to it, bet it, if, listen, if they if they're If they're really touting Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts and it's a defensive game and it's under, fuck that. Yep, exactly. Any thoughts before we get out of here? I just had one. All right, in that case, let's go to our interview with Dana White, which is really uh, me talking to Dana White and Ryan saying hello. (laughs) Be here tomorrow. Bye. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening here with the president of UFC, Dana White. Dana, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you've had yourself quite the 2023. Yeah, yeah, it's been a a rough month. So, (laughs) let's start, but let's start with the fun stuff. UFC 284 in Australia this weekend. Mm-hmm. Are you yourself going? No, no. I'm, I'm staying back here and doing media um, for, for, the, for the United States, for the broadcast. And, uh, but when you think about this fight, I mean, we, we have the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world versus the number two pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Both guys are world champions. They're in their prime. Um, you know, obviously, Volkanovski's moving up in weight to try to take the title from, from uh, Islam Makachev. This is, these are one of those fights that can never be made in boxing. You know, that just never happens. Well, George and, Foreman's not going to lose a bunch of weight to, you know, go fight Oscar De La Hoya or something like that, right. or well, vice versa. Well, those are very different yeah, weight no, classes. I, I but hey, these look, guys' weight classes guys. are much closer than that. But uh, you never get these kind of super fights in boxing until it's too late. So... You're spending the week in Phoenix the, the whole time here? No, no. I'm just here for the day doing this. So are you going to go back to Vegas? Are you going to come back for the game? No. I'll watch the game at home. Oh, well, I do have Because I got the fight on Saturday night, yep. you know, which I'll watch at my house, and then I'll, I'll watch the game on Sunday. Who are you thinking is going to win the game? Uh, I like the Eagles. 
See, this disappoints everyone saying the Eagles, which makes me feel terrible about the money that I have on the Chiefs. Well, right now. if I were you, if everybody likes the Eagles, the Chiefs are definitely going to win. That's, there is that. There <laughs> Especially is that. me. So, Super Bowl coming up next year in Las Vegas. Can we expect a UFC card to accompany that? What, what's the question? Super Bowl is going to. Oh be yeah, next yeah, year in Las yeah, Vegas. yeah. It, it absolutely makes sense to have you know us go the night before the Super Bowl. So probably. Probably. Yeah. All right. I was hoping that we. We haven't break. talked about it yet, but yeah. Uh, no, we're not that far down the road yet. So I know that, obviously, 284 is going to be Australia. 285, also a huge card for you. I'm a John Jones fan myself. Have you spoken to John recently? Is he, is he good to go on this? Are He's we- good to go, man. He's fired up for this. And, you know, I've always said that I think John Jones is the greatest of all time. And now he gets the chance to really solidify himself as the best ever. Um, you know, because of his, his, his life outside the octagon, you know, a lot of people – don't give him the credit that he deserves, and he's he's undefeated. He's got that one loss on there, but that the the ref was terrible in that call. That that thing should actually be overturned. He should be undefeated. Now, do you ever have the power to do that? I don't. Okay. <laughs> if I did, I would. Okay. The guy who was it was actually a bad era for the Nevada State Athletic Commission. The guy who ran it, I'm not a big fan of. wasn't great, and the refs that he had in there at that time, that guy literally tarnished. Uh, John Jones' career with that with that one loss because people who don't know don't know he didn't lose that fight. Mm-hmm. Now the other thing you got, I want to you know we only have limited time with you, but I want to get to everything. You have Power Slap right now, yeah. on TBS, which I've seen. You know, some people seem to love it. Some people seem to say, "What's this guy doing?" Is this almost right. like the second go round with <laughs> that for you? Yeah, absolutely. Everything that I'm hearing is exactly the same stuff I heard with the UFC. Literally exactly the same um so when the media says it's horrible and it's terrible and it should be banished i know i got a winner on my hands uh, think about this so th- i started a tiktok for this thing right mm-hmm. um two and a half weeks ago we have last i looked it, this thing's grown so we have 1.7 million followers in two and a half weeks 688 million views on TikTok. It's unbelievable. On Instagram, we were up to almost 400,000 followers, and we have like 140 million views in the last two and a half weeks. So, and then on TBS, we're the only thing that's ever held 50% of the AEW audience, the wrestling that, that rolls in. And every Wednesday night, we're number two with men on all of cable television behind the NBA. Now, I know, I know that content is king, but did TBS, you know, when people started writing stories about, you know, fencing pose and all that, did they give you any trouble? Or did they ever... Writing about, stories about what? Like people falling into fencing pose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did they, did they say, hey, Dana, I don't know if we can do this? Well, or let, let me put it to you this it. way. No, they did not. But, he, but here's the thing. Let me... Let me so in boxing, right, in an average fight, everybody says, oh, but they can defend themselves. They take 100. anywhere from 400 to 600 punches for fight. That doesn't include the sparring that they did to get ready for that fight, right? And slapping, these guys take three or less slaps in, 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 in an event, right? Now, I have the same health and safety protocol for these guys as I do the UFC. 2001 to 2023. I spend a lot of money on health and safety. You know how many fighters have died or been seriously injured? I think I can answer that. Zero, I would imagine. The answer is zero. (laughs) It would be terrible if you were like, five. (laughs) Anyway, I did my best. (laughs) From 2001 to 2023, 34 boxers have died. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you're pointing the finger at the wrong sport. You know, but this is typical of the media. You, uh, you know, we touched on it at the beginning. You've had a, a tumultuous beginning to the year. And, and what I have never had the opportunity to ask one, because we talk a lot on this show about people do things, they apologize, and then that seems to, like, not be enough right. for people. And I was wondering what it's like to be on the other side of that. Like, do, do you feel, you know, you had a situation, you apologize, and people are still like, hey, what the fuck? Like, wh- where do you stand on that? Are you, did you say your piece and you're done? Because to talk to somebody that's gone through that, I've never had the opportunity where the public... Yeah. It was against you. Yeah. What's that like? It's a great question. Um, yeah, so what happens is, you know, if you look at my career, right, mm-hmm. and things, I was a Trump supporter, very, very, you know, vocal Trump supporter. I went through the pandemic when mm-hmm. bullets were just flying at me every day. Um, you know, I had all the lunatics after me. You're, you care more about money than human life. You're going to kill people. You're going to do this and that. Um, I, I, I didn't fire Joe Rogan when everybody wanted Joe Rogan fired. And the list goes on and on. So you do something like this, and the people who, who want you 
smell blood in the water. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, you know, we, we got them. I, I, I took the thing head on. My wife and I both apologized to each other and, more importantly, to our children. Of course. Because nobody wants to see their dumb, drunk parents slapping each other yes. on, on, yes. uh, on uh, TMZ. And, you know, was very open and honest about everything. But you're going to have that, that group that wants you no matter what and the cancel culture and everything else. But at the end of the day, nobody decides your fate but you. Mm-hmm. I've heard if, you say if that. If you want to go hide... And, 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 you know, disappear because something happens, you know, that it, 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 you can do it. Yeah. It's just not me. It's just not the way that I'm built and, and wired. And honestly, there's, there's no excuse for certain things. But at the same time, I feel like anytime somebody gets in a situation like this, the majority of people who are yelling their name and tell, demanding apologies are not even people that dealt with them in the first place. Right. You have people involved in the situation that they, they probably weren't watching UFC to begin with. A hundred percent. And they don't care about me, my wife, my family. M- most of it is political. And, and, and most of it is just, it's either political or it's people that just don't like you. So the one thing I got to ask, and I'm sorry, was, was there any moment where you're like, we should just say it was a promo video for the new show? <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, it was what it was. It's, 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 I still wake up and go, how in the hell did this, did this even happen? And, but, that's, but that's life. You have to look at things. When you make mistakes and you do things that are wrong, you, you, you wake up you know, the next morning and you say, how did this happen and how do I make sure that this never happens again? You know, and people are always going to have their opinions. I would be very opinionated about this myself. Like, for instance, it's like you have the people that say, and this is exactly what I would say too, if that happened in a, in a bar at a New Year's Eve in front of all these people, that, is, that isn't the first rodeo. That's happened yeah. before. I would absolutely say the same thing, too. So everybody's going to— But gonna, it was the first. It right? was absolutely yeah. the first time. I mean, that's why it was so important for us to talk to our kids. I got Nobody knows you better than your kids. Your kids hear and see everything that you do. They know everything about you, um, the good, the bad, the ugly. So the most important thing for, for me and my wife was to— Talk to the kids first. Everybody else can have that. There's people who like, but I don't give a shit what you think about yeah. me. I don't well, care. I, I do appreciate that you're taking it head on. I, I think that's admirable, you know, in, in the face of a terrible situation. I do have to let you go. As I said, UFC 284 this week. And my last question for you, because I've always wondered. I'm 5'10". I'm about 172 pounds. How quickly could one of your fighters <laughs> actually kill me? Uh, the girls would actually kill you. I, I, oh, I, no, I, I know that. I'm not even going to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Can they do it in ninety listen, seconds. These guys are, yeah, these guys are extremely talented, and and uh, it's actually scary when yeah. you think about what another human could possibly do to you. <laughs> Dude, I've I've been up close and been like, fuck this. Yeah, anyway, no, they're they're incredible. Sir, athletes. thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate Thanks for having me. It. Goodbye.